0: Think of the last news story you heard, saw, or read. Now imagine that same story without any women's voices. Did it change at all? Probably not. Her Turn, WORT's feminist news show, has been broadcasting women's news and views since 1976. Listen to us live at 11 a.m. Sunday or anytime at all through the WORT website.
1: Her Turn is looking for a few good women To join our news collective, we provide
2: all the training for you to make feminist radio waves. Interested? Call WORT at 256-2001. Smashing the patriarchy, we're the Her Turn News Collective on WORT 89.9 FM.
0: Good morning and welcome to Her Turn News, a show by and about women. I am Amber Walker and today in the studio we have a very special guest, artist Ashley Robertson. Hello, hello, hello. And so we're going to be talking to Ashley a bit about her life in Madison and her artwork. All right.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, so, I guess, just start with my art. Um,
0: Yeah, so Ashley, tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Oh, that would be helpful. So, uh, Ashley Robertson. I am a city planner by training, a consultant, so I work with a lot of cities in the Midwest and beyond. And I'm an artist by passion, so I've been uh, painting and just, I consider myself a maker more more broadly. So, Mm -hmm. uh, creating for the last two years and things have really taken off and I had a couple shows and people have responded well to my art, and I think that got me thinking about um, the impact of visuals and and how we reflect ourselves in our art and how it can be uh, healing in a way, and also that impact that it has on others. So it was exciting for me to see others respond to my art um, in a way that it touched them deeply, and I hadn't even met these folks before. Nice. You know, so, yeah, it was was definitely a healing um, medium for me, a healing practice. So I moved here about... Uh, well, about four years ago, four years in June, mm-hmm. and um, originally from Maryland, East Coast, went to school in Atlanta, Spelman, and then um, went to North Carolina, Go Tar Heels, yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, and then shot up here. You know, I had I I like to travel, I like to explore, and so I'd been to Madison one time. I loved the lakes. It was summer, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, this is a cool city. Let me just you know, I saw the job opening, I applied. You know, it's a little different when you're not studying and it's not summertime. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they got me. Yeah.
0: I moved, in, I moved to Madison in September. And I'm like, Madison is great. It's beautiful. And yeah. then that winter came. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so this was the winter. My first winter was the winter of the uh, polar vortex. The snowpocalypse. Oh, my gosh. It was just cold and stayed mm-hmm. cold forever. But everything has been, you know, starting out that way makes it so that every winter following is nothing, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, just moving so far away from friends and family and then the culture shock of being from the East Coast and now suddenly for the first time being in the Midwest. Um, just, I, you know, I just got really down, get really depressed, didn't know anybody. I remember I called my mother like every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love my mother. I would call her anyway. But this, I remember specifically, I would get home from work, call her, sit on my couch, and that was just all I would do. And so it was pretty hard to find friends and um, I'd taken a painting 101 course for fine arts credit my senior year and um, i I remembered how to i remembered how to um, stretch a canvas and how to um, create uh create some basic works so I started to you know i was like I got a new apartment I want art on my walls, but I can't afford really nice frame posters so i'll just create the works of art that I like so I started by creating some things that I had seen around that I wanted to have on my walls and People started to respond to it, and I started branching out and, you know, creating things for my own vision, and then West Label Art was born. Nice.
0: <laughs> and yeah. um could you tell the audience a little bit about West Label Art?
1: Yeah, so West Label Art is my art brand. Um, Where did I, the name come from? Oh, well, you know, I every i think every part of my art story has had uh, directional of the direction of west in it so growing up in on a street called Baden Westwood and then going to college i lived in the west end of atlanta and then now I live on West Wash, and that's mm-hmm. where I kind of started West Label Art. So it was just this, this recurring theme of West, and I like I like that directional feel. And then label, I just think things sound fancier when they have a label. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, West Label Art, sure, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I um, yeah. So that's that was just my thought there. So, but yeah, I think most of my work centers around um, portraiture. Um, Portraits specifically of Black and Brown women, um, and I think maybe it's a, a, a part of it is self exploration. I think another part of it is just the um, invisibility that I I felt when I first moved here, and then in talking with other people, other Black women that they have also felt, and I think women women of color more broadly as well. And so uh, I think I really want to. I started out with really wanting to explore that, and then after realizing that it's a Mm. It's a need to that 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 visibility is a need. I have started to more intentionally create positive images that reflect these women, and 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 when I see people, the people who buy my art, it's it is black and brown women, but it's also um, white women who have. Uh, biracial children mm-hmm. and, and or grandchildren, and they they're looking for images that represent their daughters you know, yes. and, and their granddaughters, and so that's been really warming that it, that it stretch it's a community wide support for my works because this is an issue that you know, it's not just a black woman's issue the invisibility of black women is not just our specific issue it is an a community issue and so
0: yeah especially in a place like Madison yeah. where you can feel as a woman of color often invisible
1: right exactly exactly and so I think my for me my art practice was a way of combating that for myself and then once I got the the responses and the feedback it's now more intentionally become a practice of 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 intentionally attacking that issue and not so much um I think it's it's normalizing our presence and our image and our our beauty and things like that, but not to the outside world, but more for us internally. So, yeah, yeah. So I definitely want my art to work for black women.
0: Mm -hmm. Like Solange's album, A Seat at the Table, this ish is for us. (laughs) You can watch and you can consume it and you can enjoy it. But this is for us. We welcome callers from the outside world. If you want to jump into this conversation, you can reach us at 608-321-9592. Once again, that's 608-321-9592. We are live on air with artist Ashley Robertson, and we're going to take a quick break for a little musical selection.
3: Watching ourselves. Oh, As the cameras roll, you'll be the
0: And you're listening to Her Turn News, W O R T 89.9 FM. We are here with Ashley Robertson, artist, city planner, and black girl magic personified. (laughs) So um, you mentioned a little bit earlier that your um, professional work is as a city planner. Mm-hmm. How has that work influenced your art at all? Yeah. So I'm
1: a redevelopment economic development uh, planning consultant, um, so working with again many cities throughout the midwest and uh i think you know that's what i went that's what i got my masters in and mm-hmm. that's what i've uh studied in and that's what i've been doing for the last 4 years professionally and then prior to so in atlanta and other cities i just i love cities i love mm-hmm. the city form I had a dream one time that I died and went to heaven and I lived in a brownstone in a city. (laughs) So that's what heaven looks like. It looks like a city. Heaven is Brooklyn. Yes. (laughs) So, um, I, I think it's influenced my my, my art because I find a lot, I do a lot of fine lines and bold, uh, bold lines and very graphic colors. Very, very, very colorful. Um, a lot of people bustling energy, um, that always that infuses a lot of my art. Uh, I also have um I do a lot of pop art and, you know, bold colors aligned with each other and against each other. And so I think that kind of uh, city feel and the energy that you get from a city I, I infuse in my art a lot. It's also where I find a lot of inspiration. So Chicago it's one of my favorite cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean the yeah, made of Inglewood. <laughs> yeah. Always up to no good in the building. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, so I uh, I went I went there with a friend, and you know I took a, took a shot of three women walking down the street under an underpass, like going into the crosswalk, talking to each other, and was just a perfect still. It was fall, and I turned that into one of my more. Popular pieces called Mm -hmm. Chicago, and and it just it it, I think people resonate with that feeling of being in uh in in a city. I think cities are about communication, they're about connection, they're about community, and I think that that connects with people.
2: Oh,
0: that's beautiful. Yeah, connections and community. Right. Yeah. Have you ever seen the show Designing Women? It's like an old school show from the '90s. Oh no! It just um, your painting Chicago reminds me of the women in that show. Oh man, well I have to I have to write that down. Yeah, they were um like fashion designer uh-huh. so they are always like sharply dressed and the women in your painting yeah. me of them when i look at it yeah well
1: <laughs> i wish i looked like that
0: <laughs> just walking in the city you Yes. Know, trench coat blowing in the wind a la right Pope.
1: yes yes <laughs> definitely
0: so if you all want to jump in on this conversation you can reach us at area code 608-321-9592 that's the direct line into the studio we have a skeleton crew today so if you want to talk to us you got to ring these phones 608-321-9592 so we're going to take a quick break for some music and get into life as a black woman artist in Madison we come back with Ashley Robertson West Label Arts I was
2: still falling up Since that moment I can't stop hearing your name Wondering about you all
0: To her turn. We are in the studio with artist and city planner Ashley Robertson. If you want to jump in on this conversation, you can give us a call at 608 321 9592. So, Ashley, Yes. Why Madison? I ask myself that question sometimes when I look up in the dead of June. Sorry, the dead of January, and I was like, June outside. girl. <laughs> no, June is lit. June yeah. Is lit. But in January, February, like it's a struggle sometimes mm. to live yeah. here. So, yeah. um, why did you decide to move to Madison or you know, stay in Madison?
1: I would. Yeah, I was gonna say the second part is I think the strong is the bigger question. I think it's really easy to see why Madison has allure mm-hmm. and why it's an attractive place to uh, want to move to, it, the question is then why does one stay after they know better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shouldn't, I, you know, Madison is a, um, you yeah, know, I started my company here. I've gotten my legs at my job, an amazing job that I love uh, doing. I love my coworkers, you know, great friends. Um, but it does get, you know, it's it's it's, it's a small, mid-sized, Midwest down and Mm -hmm. it's growing and it's changing rapidly but I think that uh, there are some cultural shifts that have yet to occur and that make it difficult uh, when uh, for someone who's not from here and you know as a black woman to to live here and to make a full life here so I have an amazing job but I I start to get to the point where that's the only thing the jobs and opportunities in the arts but um, socially it can be hard you know Dating, meeting people, mm. and uh, finding uh, venues that I can that that reflect me and reflect the type of music I like and atmosphere that I'm interested in. Uh, you know, if I get dressed up, where do I go? I got two places. <laughs> That's real. <rare, huh? laughs> yeah, and, and you know, it's uh, I can I know the whole city like the back of my hand, which is great. It l- I have this sense of belonging, which makes it a very comfortable place to be. Um, so leaving, which is something that I've decided to do, then becomes um, uh, a, a kind of a scary moment, but one that I know I have to do. And so I, you know, I have, I know that Madison's um, going to get to the place where maybe it, it will be more comfortable for me to sit and uh, put down roots. And but I, I just, um, I do get overwhelmed by the disparity sometimes. Yeah, that you know, is true. And I and I wonder if that's my for. I don't think that that's my sword to fall on, as far as um, investing my life into uh, working to change some of those things. I do think that uh, we all should address change, um, myself included. But I I wonder how much more time do I spend making that investment?
0: That is real, because it can be emotionally taxing. It is, yeah, yeah, more
1: so than any place I've I've lived in, and I I. I I can't continue to do that, you know. Uh, yeah, so
0: yes. This, the theme of today's show is self yes, <laughs> care Sunday. Yeah, self care Sunday. Looks like taking a few steps away from Madison. Then um, I think that's a critique that the city has to recognize.
1: And you know, I think the city does, and it's it's. And I I I almost I think a lot of the work that I've been able to do now is because the city has listened, and because oh, as far as um, um, working with city staff, and, you know, I've I've had opportunities where my opinion has been considered and asked, and, and, you know, to address some of these issues. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I, you know, uh, that's government, and I still think that there's things that government needs to do, uh, but then you can't really, how do you impact individuals, right?
0: That is true. (laughs) How do you change hearts and minds?
1: Yeah, and I don't know that you can, one person can't. I think it's definitely a multi- you know generational i mean these these problems were not created overnight mm-hmm. right and I, I think that there's a lot there are a lot of people who are investing their time and their energy into changing those things and i'm glad to have been here and to give in my uh pound of flesh <laughs> towards it but i i i also have other things i would like to do and i'm still young i want to try them while I, while i got the energy so mm-hmm. yeah and you know someone said you don't change Hearts, you put in policy, you put policy in place, so the hearts don't impact people the way that they are now. So they don't have as big of an impact. So I, I think maybe that's another focus. But who knows?
0: Yes, we'll see. Will you come back in twenty years? And <laughs> ah, twenty years, let's see.
1: For 47. Yeah, I'd probably come visit in the summertime again.
0: <laughs> for the ones that you left behind. Uh, yeah, yeah. But how did you work to build community in Madison in the time that you've been here?
1: Um, you know, I think, and I think about my specific story, it was definitely going back to church, meeting all the people there, and then that led to uh, other people who were entrepreneurs, and I didn't think of myself as an entrepreneur in, in that time, Um and I met them, and they were working out of a co-working space, 100 State. So I met a ton of people of color. I mean, again, Shout it's out a to great
0: 100 states. Yeah,
1: I'm an artist in residence there. It's pretty awesome. But you know, there's a the, being at 100 State was the first time I had. That's where I met most of my people of color friends, mm-hmm. and it was such a, a vibrant environment because entrepreneurship and starting a business. Madison is great for that. Um, there are a lot of resources and support. Um, you know, there's still some some potholes, but is a great place to start a business, especially for young people. It's, it's a soft place to fail. I'll say that. <laughs> I love it's, that. It's cheap. Um, you know, cheaper than me- most major cities. I mean, coming from the East Coast, it's really affordable. I live four blocks off the Capitol, and you know, it's not it's not hu- hugely expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's easy for to talk to people at the city staff and different business owners because. Because of that Midwest relaxed environment, whereas in D.C. everyone's very much posturing,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you can walk up to someone in, uh, here and who has um, some type of resources or some type of support, and they'll gladly share that information with you. And so it's, be, it's been a great place to start a business. And I think a lot of people of color that I know of have come here and stayed here because they're getting their, their business started. And so, I, yeah, I think that's a great thing about Madison. I would definitely recommend it for that reason.
0: Yes, the grind is real yeah. here. When you think <laughs> about a city like, I'm from Chicago, so it's like if you don't know somebody, you don't know nothing about it in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to like build those relationships, um, especially with folks who occupy seats of power, like government and mm-hmm. um, business. Mm-hmm. So I feel like here you have access to some of the people that can help you on your grind, right? More right. easily than you would in a Chicago or a Miami or a New York,
1: right? That is for real. And you know, I, I um I know that Madison sometimes gets a huge critique about be- the performative progressive. That's Ooh. a new for- new Ooh. word I learned, right?
0: <laughs> I've never could you. What is that? So it's like
1: it's the idea of, you know, you're you're progressive, you're liberal, but only in performance. Like you'll join the march, but you're not going to sit back and wait to you're not going to vote to mm-hmm. support certain bills that would actually make change or you'll, you'll make a Facebook post, but you're not in, you know, you're perpetuating some of the disparities that you were just railing about online, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, which is why you would, which is why Madison is seen as such a liberal place, but we have some of the worst disparities in the country, you know? So it's, it's that by play. Yeah. Um, and I know Madison gets, um, a lot of flack for that. And, um, out of the places I've lived, I it is interesting to see that people um, are so quick to jump to addressing some of the issues, though, here versus other places I've lived. Like when I was in North Carolina, I know um, Durham had the same issues and um, so some of the same dis- disparities. But I didn't see the cross-community interest in uh, addressing some of those issues as soon as they were brought to light. Like they They would be brought to light and it wouldn't be... A talking point it wouldn't there wouldn't be legislation brought forth as as quickly you know and and so I I do appreciate that about Madison as well I mean this part that that jump that call to action and then jump towards action has been a huge part of my my experience here and it's why I've been able to get so involved in certain things because people are doing things so I appreciate that
0: that's dope the idea of moving beyond conversation that's one of the biggest critiques I hear about living here yeah There's a lot of conversation about equity issues and, um, you know, addressing disparities. But, um, what does action look Look like?
1: like? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Mm.
0: And I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm I don't expect you to answer. Yeah, this I was gonna say girl
1: yeah. <laughs> I believe there is a report. That is there are many reports out there that someone has written on, on this topic.
0: Yes, that mm-hmm. is another show for mm-hmm. another day. Mm-hmm. You are listening to W O R T eighty nine point nine FM in Madison. We are speaking with artist and city planner Ashley Robertson. If you would like to jump into this conversation, you can reach us at area code six zero eight three two one nine five nine two. Once again that's 608 eight three two one nine five nine two. I'm gonna take one more short musical break and come back to speak more with Ashley about what her plans are for post Madison. Our Turn News a show by and about women on WRT 89.9 FM in Madison. We are here with Ashley Robertson, artist and city planner. We got a call during our musical break, Ashley, and mm-hmm. the people want to know <laughs> where can they find your work?
1: Well, I um, have a website. And that website is www.westlabelart.com. And so you can definitely find uh, my work there. Um, I, uh, you can always, I have prints and other things. I am on Facebook, West Label Art, and Instagram is at West Label Art, and I'm constantly updating that. And um, also uh, for the Black Women's Leadership Conference this upcoming May, mm-hmm. um, hosted by Hamus uh, hey Progress, um, I will be one of the artists showing at um, the, in the Overture space and um, as well as a little exhibit with uh, myself and Milana Bass. So stay tuned for that. Uh, there will be Uh, I'll be there. I love to talk to folks. So if you come through, definitely uh, hit me up.
0: So if you want to, besides her website, if you want to see Ashley's art in person, you should make sure you come out to the Black Women's Leadership Conference in May, hosted by Sabrina Madison. And I'm trying to get the date for that. So we can make sure that we have the correct date. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So it's going to be May 18th through the 20th at -hmm. the Overture Center for the Arts. Mm -hmm. So um, the opening ceremony is free. So you can um, come to that and um, see Ashley and some other artists showcase their work. Mm -hmm. And that opening ceremony is on the 18th at the Overture Center. Yep. Yep, yep, and it's a three-day conference.
1: So I believe um, there's uh, the Overture Center is one of the locations. They also have Edgewood College. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be it'll be very fun. It's definitely uh, a, it's definitely grown from last year. So a lot of people have appreciated. So if yet if you didn't go last year, check it out this year. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be tickets lit. Are available. So. <laughs>